I felt like my business was also at a point where I was about to take off. Mm -hmm. And so to put everything on hold and also just the, the weight of, is this taking my life or Mm -hmm. am I going to be around for, you know, for, for the years to come? Right. Just the unknown. Yeah. Welcome to loans elevated, the podcast that brings you the latest industry news, expert interviews, and insightful discussions that will help you stay ahead in this dynamic market. I'm your host, Brock Lassick, and I've spent years in the trenches of the mortgage industry, helping individuals and businesses navigate the complex landscape of real estate financing. I'm your co-host, TJ Heidenreich, and together we'll cover a wide range of topics from business strategies that skyrocket your success to mindset and motivation that fuel your growth. Welcome back to another episode of Loans Elevated. Today we're going to be covering overcoming adversity. And I have the perfect guest to do so. We know in this market right now, if you're a real estate agent or a loan officer, it's been tough for the past year. And there's still more tough times ahead. So we can go one of two ways, either sulk in how tough the times are or overcome the adversity and come out better on the other side. So my guest here today is one of my partners and one of my best friends, Clint Allred. Clint, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. For sure, man. So I want to brag a little bit about Clint at first. He's 24 years old, solo agent and owner of the 801 Group at Keller Williams South Valley here in Utah. The most impressive part is that he got in the business right after overcoming a huge adversity in his life, which was blood cancer. Tell us a little bit about your story, how you got in the business and real estate in general. Yeah. Yeah. So um, right out of high school, my junior year in high school, I got, uh, unfortunately, I got diagnosed with blood cancer. Uh, acute myeloid leukemia, mm-hmm. and originally wanted to go into the medical field and be a doctor uh, before I got sick. Really? And then, you know, obviously being in the hospital, being sick, that was kind of the furthest part. Yeah, you're like, um, dude, get me away from yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to be nowhere near a hospital after I went through that. Real estate while I was in there was something that I that I found to, to be something to take my mind off of things. Mm-hmm. So I got my license while I was Still in high school, actually, my senior year of high school, I got my license, started right when I was 18. Well, I got it when I was 18, started when I, right when I turned 19, and then just hit the ground running ever since, um, and it's, it's been a ride. I've always been, you know, I've, I've always wanted to make money and help mm-hmm. people at the same time, Right. and I grew up in, you know, my, my family's always been in the building industry, okay. in the construction industry. Uh, my wife's dad was a builder. I helped him for a little bit, and I saw the real estate side of things, and I was kind of okay. intrigued by it. Yeah. And that's kind of what sparked my interest into it. And then I kind of learning about the investing side of it as well. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I really got intrigued by it at that point. And I, I hit the ground running, got my license while I was in uh, the hospital. I did all the schooling while I was in the hospital because I had nothing else to do. Right. And just want to fill your time. Yeah. So, okay. question I have for you is most kids that had a normal high school experience they come out of high school not knowing what to do like not or what they want to do with their life. Go try out college, maybe, maybe not. They'll sit around for a couple of years. I think a lot of and people that go through tough times, especially at a young age, I think they oftentimes take a victim persona and they're poor me. They want everything done for them. They expect handouts after the fact. You're, you've got a different kind of dog in you where you came out all, all efforts in, no excuses. I mean, gosh, in your first year, you closed 14 transactions. I mean, to put that in perspective, the average real estate agent closes two to five transactions in a year. And his first year in the business, you're almost tripling that. So was there a mentality switch that you like, was, tell me like, how did that happen? 
Yeah, I knew. I mean, I've always kind of had that in me where I wanted, I knew from the start that I wanted to be successful mm -hmm. with whatever I did, whether right. it was being from being a doctor to, to being a real estate agent, I knew that I wanted to be successful at whatever I did. Yeah, that's awesome. And when I got in real estate, I saw the people around me and that really pushed me to get to their level. Mm -hmm. And I had some really good mentors that helped me when I very first started. And right when I got in, I just had a sense of urgency. Right. And I think going through something really hard right off the bat and at a young age kind of aged me a little bit to the point where I felt like I didn't have a lot of time, but in a good way. I felt right. like I really needed to get ahead of the game. It put me in a point of, I didn't want to go out and party with all my friends that were young and doing stuff that I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get directly into work. I wanted to get into the workforce. I wanted to make money to provide for my future family. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did. I, I went out, I put my head down mm -hmm. and I just got to work. Do you think, do you think you still have that same mindset now? Yeah, I think it. it's tenfolded. Really? I think after everything that's happened, I think it's just grown, um, and I think it's gotten a lot bigger yeah. as well. No, yeah. most definitely, most definitely. So, okay, you hit the business just right off the bat, balls to the wall, keep going for a couple of years, you keep building on the solid base of 14 transactions your first year. How many years were you in the business when you last heard of your last news? I was, um, so I, I got diagnosed when I was... Um, 17 mm -hmm. and then i i had a couple years mm -hmm. got got my license when i was 19 i worked for five years um and then just recently i got re-diagnosed for my third time after five years of working mm -hmm. and i, I kind of had to put my business on hold and, and that, that was a little different i mean even for everyone that knew i mean i, I knew of you beforehand i didn't when you were first at your your first go around with cancer um but I didn't personally know you like I know you now. We were working together. In fact, we had a, a couple of deals going on together during that time. And I remember when you gave me that call. I mean, this was just August of last year when you were re-diagnosed? Yep, yeah. Um, August last year, I remember when when you called and told me I didn't even seem real. I was like, what, what the hell? Like, you were handling it better than most anyone that was around you from outside looking in. What was going through your mind? Because this time is different. You are an adult. You've got more responsibilities. You've been making money for years, uh, for five years now. What's running through your mind going into that fight? It, it was definitely harder than the first two times around when you're when yeah. you're 17 and when you're 18. That was the first two times that I yeah. had it. Yeah. Um, when when you're that old, it's a little bit. It's never easy, mm -hmm. but there's less responsibility involved in mm -hmm. it. And at this point in my life, when I have a business, I have a home. Mm -hmm. I've got investment properties that I have, you know, I have a, a wife and people mm -hmm. to take care of that rely on me. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot of responsibility to fill. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the unknown was very, very heavy for yeah. this, this time around, because you always going through cancer and anybody that knows this, it, it's always, you know, you always know of a relapse. Mm -hmm. There's always like a possibility, mm -hmm. but you, you never really, and if that relapse happens, mm -hmm. you always are like, okay, it's out of the way. That mm -hmm. was it. Yeah. And you never really think of a third time. Right. So the fact that it happened, it was kind of a, a, a you know, a, a spark. And is it common for, for a relapse to happen that many years after the, the no, the, not at all. It was, gotcha. so I was, it happened about two weeks before I hit my five year in remission mark. Mm -hmm. And the chances of that happening were about 2%. Wow. 
And if I were to hit my five years, so after I hit my five years, once you hit the five year mark of being in remission, Mm -hmm. the chances of it coming back are extremely low, a lot lower than if it were to come back within the first five years. Right. So the fact that it came back two weeks before, um, I, I was about to hit that five years was even harder to of a harder pill to swallow. Right. No, it makes sense. Well, dude, and one thing that I can say about you through that process, when it first hit, like I said, we had, we were helping clients at that time. And this dude is sicker than a dog in bed, texting me, calling me about clients and stuff going on. I'm like, dude, you need to rest. Like, like <laughs> calm down. We got a team here. We'll get it handled for you. Got a team yeah. at KW willing and able to help you. And he's out just serving his clients to the best of his ability, negotiating, talking to other agents. I'm like, damn, dude, this guy, he's got a different, he's a bad mother effort. He's got something different about him. I love that, man. How has overcoming cancer for the third time now shaped your business moving forward? You kind of mentioned a, a, a little bit beforehand, but what's the goal for you, do you want to be building a team in the future? Do you see like what your next five, 10 year goal with real estate and your business, where do you see yourself taking off? Yeah, good question. I think anybody that overcomes anything hard in life, mm-hmm. I think it gives them, I mean, in the moment, it seems like you have nothing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to say this, this last year has been easily the hardest year of my life. It, oh, it's sure. put everything into perspective. There's been more what ifs and more anxiety built into this last year than Mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's given me a clear picture of what I want and what's truly important Mm -hmm. around everything. It's given me a a picture around business, Mm -hmm. um, you know, personal life, the relationships that I want around me Mm -hmm. and, and, and really just everything that's, that's important in my life. When I got out of the hospital, I felt like I needed to clean house of everything. Really? I went to friendships that didn't please me and was like, you know what? I I don't need need this. this, Yeah. Yeah. Do I need you in my life? No. Then see ya. Mm -hmm. And even business relationships. Are you, are you helping me? No. Then you're gone. Right. And, and vice versa too. Mm -hmm. So with my business in that aspect of things, I, I think it really, it just gives me that same version of what's, what's important. I, I feel like I need to put my head down again, mm-hmm. even harder and, mm-hmm. and almost tunnel vision as to like, where are my goals at? Yeah, your main pillars. Yeah. My main pillars and just focus on where I need to be. Where do I want my family? Mm-hmm. And what's truly, truly important in life. A mm-hmm. lot of people don't, they, they think they understand what's important or they're having a bad day mm-hmm. or they, you know, they're, they're just in a, in a rut at mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. But if you were to throw your problems in a pile with everybody else's, I guarantee you'd, you'd happily walk back and pick yours up and, mm-hmm. and walk away quietly oh. just because Dude. Yeah, they're that small. Yeah. You helped me realize that it was, um, March of this year, dude, I was going through a, a rough spot. I'd achieved some things that I never thought I'd be able to achieve. And I thought it'd make me feel a certain type of way. I achieved them and I didn't. And it sent me in this spiral of depression. I texted Clint. Again, He, I think you just had a bone marrow transplant. You were sicker than a dog. And I'm like, hey, bro, I'm thinking about you. Just letting you know, I'm going through a, one of the toughest mental mindsets I've ever been in right now. And I get a call the next day talking me up. I'm like, okay, this should be the other way around. Like I, and every week throughout the, or every, yeah, every single week throughout the process while he was sick, I'd call him on Mondays to start my sales calls for the week. He's always my first sales call because it's, he's one of my best partners and, and 
one of my best friends. So I'm like, okay, I can practice my sales call on Clint. He, or he's not going to care. We can laugh it off. No big deal. And while he's sick, he's still uplifting me every single week. I mean, I can't imagine I was the only one that was out, that was calling you, checking in. Was that, I mean, how do you keep that mindset? Just same thing, just focusing on what's important to you or how? It really just comes down to like how you're going to look at things Mm -hmm. and how you choose to look at it. I mean, I am in no way like the most optimistic person Mm -hmm. and I don't want to portray that I I am, Mm -hmm. but I definitely try to look at like the outlook of the whole entire situation Mm -hmm. as is this going to benefit me how is this going to help me right like I could I could take this and what I've been through I could take what I've been through and like use it against me Mm -hmm. or play the victim card right which I think 90% of people do that were in your shoes yeah Yeah, I mean how do you not right yeah but I I choose to try to look at like well what what was the positive what did this teach me yeah Yeah. what did I learn from this Mm -hmm. so I mean I mean to answer your question, like, I, I really just tried to look at, like, you know, what helped me, what did I learn, and mm-hmm. just kind of take that and put it to towards other people as well. Yeah. And, and try to help them, because if I can help anybody, you know, and, and teach them what I learned through that situation, mm-hmm. right. and I, I see that as a win. Because a lot of people, it takes them a traumatic life-altering mm-hmm. Thing to happen mm-hmm. in order to learn what I learned, and I don't oh, want sure. that to to happen to people. Right. I want them to be able to learn that learn without having to go you. through what I went through or anything else. Yeah, most know? definitely. You came. I mean, how long have you been back in the workforce? Like full time, probably six months, four to six months. Four to six months. Okay, full time, four to six months. You're closing a lot of deals already. It's from the outside looking in. It's like you're back, like you never left. How have you done that? Are you, is there a certain strategy you're using? Are you, I mean, what's the secret sauce? It's been rough. <laughs> really? It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, not as easy as it, as it seems from the outside looking in. No, but it's, <laughs> I, I wish it was, but, um, honestly, it's just been a lot of like putting your head down and, and getting to work. Yeah. And a lot of people think that it's just like, it's not pretty work. It's, it, it's really takes a lot of, mm-hmm. um, you know, behind the scenes stuff, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that we do, like, you know, calling and just letting people know that like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm okay. I'm back to work. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of it was turned off while mm-hmm. I was gone right back to social media, mm-hmm. getting out there and, uh, and just letting people know what's going on and, right. and, and getting back to it. A lot of my business has been my family and friends. That's which awesome. I'm super grateful just, for. Yeah. So they've been super supportive and, and it, it's been, you know, a lot of referrals as well, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of work, especially in this market too, just oh, adjusting sure. to it. Well, and that, that's what is crazy to me is that this, I mean, it's a, one of the toughest markets we've seen in a long time for you to come out of the gates and just kick butt again. We're seeing huge fallout in our industry left and right, just because of how tough the times are for real estate agents and loan officers if you could give them one piece of advice for overcoming adversity and overcoming this tough time, what would you say that would be? I think for anybody right now that's, that's in the business, Mm -hmm. that's currently in the business. I think if you can hold out and take market share right now, Mm -hmm. I think you're, you're going to be in it for the long run. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing people drop left and right. Like like you said, Mm -hmm. I mean, in both industries in my, in real estate and Mm -hmm. on the lending side of things, Mm -hmm. Um, I think if we can just push through and do what we need to be doing, hold hold tight and, and just be doing deals right now, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to see it on the other side. The 
the the struggle is is just finding the consistency and and finding you know not changing too much mm-hmm. but changing just the right amount of things to like be doing enough deals right because when when times get tough people all of a sudden think that they need to change a ton of stuff what am i doing wrong am i not doing enough but they just they, they don't go back to the basics of mm-hmm. what got them started in the first place that's who do huge. they need to be talking to? That's huge. And Everyone go back. If Listen to that again. Go back 30 seconds because that is huge. Go back to the basics on what got you there and double down on that. Yeah. I mean, Gary Vee says it all the time. He says, micro speed, macro patience. Yeah. Do what you do, haul butt doing so, but long-term have the patience and the work will, will follow through. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off though. No, exactly. Huge. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not complicated. People overcomplicate mm-hmm. it so much. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a relationship business. Like mm-hmm. if you have the conversations, if you care about people mm-hmm. and you're there for them, it will, it will tenfold. Yeah. I mean, my best year was in 2020 mm-hmm. when I thought the world was, I, I just barely <laughs> got started <laughs> and I thought like, great, I've been in the business for two years yeah. and I'm about to go through the biggest recession <laughs> And I'm going to be out of this business. Like, great, closing up shop early. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it turned into my best year yeah. just because I cared about people. Yeah. I wasn't even necessarily checking in on them on real estate. I was mm. just reaching out, are you okay? Do you need yeah. anything? Can I help you? Right. And then it turned into my be- you know, one of my best years ever. Yeah. Finding, finding a need and providing that value wherever you can. Yeah, exactly. Don't overcomplicate it to anybody out there. That's, that's doing this business. Don't overcomplicate Mm -hmm. it. Double down on what you're good at on, Mm -hmm. on the business that you have. Go back and look at what's gotten you the business that you have Mm -hmm. and, and just double down on that. No, dude, that's, that's huge. Anything else you want to share? Anything that we can plug for your business? I don't think so. I mean, honestly, anybody that's that's in this business, I salute to you. Just keep going on it. And, you know, I, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, no, if you guys aren't working with TJ, you better start. I appreciate um, it. And it's been, it's been great. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, no, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll link Clint's uh, Instagram and all social media in this, but please give him a follow and tune in for more. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in. For more industry insights, follow us on all platforms at Loans Elevated. And to get in touch with our team, call or text 801-713-4000 or visit loanselevated.com.